from the front lines of the green rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Jonathan Small, the editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur. Very excited about my guest today. Liesl Bernard will join us, or she's right here with us right now. Liesl is the founder and CEO of Cannabis Team, which is the world's largest executive search and staffing firm focused specifically on the cannabis industry. And Cannabis Team has placed thousands of candidates at executive and management level positions in all verticals of the cannabis industry all across the world. She is also the host of Aim Higher, which is a podcast about the cannabis business. Liesl, welcome to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So it's been quite a year for everyone. And I'm curious how business has been for you in, in 2020 and now 2021. You know, as, as many industries we know because of the coronavirus we're, we're, have been struggling, cannabis, we, we hear, has actually been, thankfully, knock on wood, thriving. And so um, I want to know as, as far as, you know, on the other side of the hiring, did you see an increase in demand for jobs? Was it sort of level? Did it go down? Or what, what did you see in the, the past year? You know, I think like any other business, we sort of held our breath when the pandemic hit and uh, didn't quite know what, what was coming. But, you know, thank goodness cannabis was deemed essential and uh, our clients like ourselves had to pivot, but, you know, our temp business really excelled in the last few months and, um, you know, companies are still hiring in the cannabis industry, which I think is fantastic compared to some of the other industries out there. And I feel very, very blessed. When companies approach a firm like yours, I know they're looking for all sorts of positions, but what are some of the more, the positions that seem to be most in demand currently? We place talent in all the verticals within the cannabis industry, all the way from cultivation to extraction, testing, manufacturing, retail, and then obviously all the C-suite positions as well. And we've actually seen an uptake in all of those verticals. When the pandemic hit, a lot of our retail clients you know, had an uptake in delivery, as you can imagine, because most people didn't want to go into a store. So the retail aspect really increased for us as well. Um, and a lot of our clients pivoted to using more temporary and consulting workers just so that they had more flexibility in their staffing. But, you know, as more states uh, went legal, you know, with the last election, definitely we're seeing an uptake in all the different verticals within the industry. And on the sort of flip side of that, has there been a downtick in any, or is there certain positions that people just aren't looking for kind of right now, given the current situation in the world and maybe just in business in general, is, that, is there sort of a downtick in, in any kind of positions? In any part of it? You know, I think with sort of the, the panic that hit with the pandemic, you know, some of our clients that maybe were short on funding did do some layoffs. But, you know, I think as we all see in the market right now, cannabis is seen in a very, very positive light. A lot of companies, again, have access to funding. And uh, so I think it was a small panic where there was some layoffs, but in all, in all aspects of the industry, we're still seeing hiring. And as multi-state operators are now moving into other states, we're definitely, you know, I don't think there's been a decline in any real part of the industry, which is very unusual in, uh, in the time that we're in. Yeah, for sure. And you, you said you saw an uptick in temp work. And I'm sure that's true across all industries, but I'm wondering 
if you're forecasting that maybe at some point that temp work will become more permanent, do you think? Or is it the nature of cannabis in a lot of ways to be temp because of maybe the seasonal aspect of it? You know, there was a survey done a little while ago with about 800 executives in all industries, and they all predicted that there'll be an uptake in temporary and consulting staffing over the next couple of years. And we're definitely seeing that in the cannabis industry as well. You know, I think it provides a flexible option. It really sort of keeps payroll off the part of the balance sheet and the income statement that most companies would prefer to keep low and it keeps it flexible. So, and it also is the hassle of not having to deal with payroll taxes and the admin costs and workers comp. So it definitely, you know, gives, you know, especially small business owners, the opportunity to focus on what's most important instead of having a large HR staff and even having to deal with maybe even union unionization. So I think it just makes business easier and more flexible. That's great. Okay. Let's say I'm, I'm wanting to get into the cannabis industry, or maybe I'm already in the cannabis industry. What are people looking for? How can I present myself in a way that is appealing uh, to, to employ employers right now? What, what do you sort of advise your clients on both ends to, to sort of make themselves more hireable? Well, I think if you're an executive or an employee in another industry right now, I would advise you to look at the cannabis industry in the different verticals and say, where do my skill sets fit in? You know, do I have a background in agriculture? Do I have a biotech or a pharmaceutical background? Do I have a retail background or manufacturing and operations? So there's so many different areas within the industry that you could sort of enter the industry from. But I think most of all, you know, our cannabis clients that that hire from us are looking for people with the right mindset because this industry is still, you know, for the most part, a startup environment. There's still a lot of change, a lot of regulatory changes that happen all the time. And, um, you know, I think companies are growing faster than some of them expect. So they really are looking for people that have creativity, that have an entrepreneurial mindset, that have a can-do attitude and are willing to sort of think outside the box or maybe wear multiple hats within an organization. So, you know, it's a lot of it is the ability to pivot on a dime and, you know, be excited about that and not sort of feel that that's something that you can't cope with. So we interview a lot for culture fit and mindset when we interview for our clients. Right. How important is it that you have previous experience in the cannabis industry? Is that something that that your clients look for, that employers look for, or is that actually in some ways a negative? Like, I don't know, is there a stigma attached to, you know, that you're in the cannabis industry? Like what, what is, what is it that you find that balance there? I think that's an interesting question. If you have an education and a, you know, a technical skill that can benefit a, a cannabis client of ours or a cannabis company, you don't necessarily have to have cannabis experience, right? So I think some of the things we just talked about, about mindset and uh, you know specific experience that can benefit a, a cannabis company, that's the first requirement. If you have cannabis industry experience or cannabis knowledge, on top of those two things, that's an added bonus. So there's a lot of ways right now to go and get some experience or, or knowledge in the industry. You know, there's a lot of online courses you can take. There's so much information on the internet right now. So if you can sort of educate yourself and, and have an interview that illustrates your knowledge about the industry, when you do interview with a cannabis company, that's going to go a long way. And obviously, if you have prior experience working in the industry, that's a plus. But a lot of our clients are looking for the first two things, specific experience that can benefit the job that they're looking for 
and the mindset. So it's not a must have, but it's a nice to have. And it's definitely an advantage. I always say that one year in the cannabis industry is probably worth five years of experience um, in another industry right now, just because there's so few people with actually specific cannabis industry experience on the market right now. Let's talk a little bit about you because you're, you're a great case study and somebody who started their career successfully in another sort of mainstream world and then got into cannabis. And I think you kind of represent what a lot of people who maybe listen to this podcast are interested in, which is how do I get into the cannabis business and be successful? And tell us a little bit about you, your origin story. I know that you're originally from South Africa and have you been in the, tell us a little bit about yourself, what, what professionally kind of how you started your career and how you pivoted to cannabis. Yeah, it's kind of a, an interesting uh, couple of pivots that I did in my career. I did a degree in accounting and information systems um, in South Africa and luckily had the opportunity to join one of the big four uh, public accounting firms. So I worked for KPMG for a number of years, got my CPA certification here in the U.S. Uh, and worked in public accounting for a number of years. When I finally decided to leave public accounting, I actually went to one of the world's largest staffing firms and said, hey, I'm ready for my next sort of career move. Can you guys help me out? And um, I, I didn't particularly enjoy accounting. It didn't really suit my personality. And I think they picked up on that. They realized that I'm one of the few CPAs that probably enjoyed interacting with people and maybe selling uh, was more of my strength than anything else. And they asked me to join their team as a recruiter in finance and accounting. Long story short, I just loved it. And I ended up working for one of the world's largest firms for almost 20 years in various different roles. I would had also had the opportunity to start up their operations for them in Australia. I lived in Singapore for a couple of years. And I think all of those experiences, having to adapt to different cultures and work with people at all levels within organizations, both small organizations and global organizations really helped me to, I think, to adapt and to have the ability to pivot very quickly and work with clients at multiple levels. I also then ended up in Hawaii, managed a, a big staffing operation in Hawaii for about eight years. And when I came back to mainland US, I worked in executive search, loved it really worked in various different industries in executive search. And in late 2016, I started becoming aware of how the cannabis industry is evolving. And um, I saw the opportunity within the cannabis industry. And I, I realized that there, there's going to be a need for a staffing firm to service and find all of these growing companies, top talent, and sort of took the risk, you know, at a very, I guess, took the risk at a time in my life where, you know, I sort of put everything on the line to start up a cannabis team. And um, here we are five years later, we've had a lot of fun and uh, really have grown the business. Now we have eight offices across the U.S. and work with some of the most interesting clients and candidates to help them, you know, grow and, and uh, find new opportunities. Why did you decide to take the risk? It's, you know, you had this comfortable life. You could have just continued working for these big recruiting firms and had very successful. And then you, you took this plunge into the unknown. And I'm wondering, what motivated you? You know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, things in my personal life. I, I have two teenage uh, sons and uh, at the time I was a single mom. And, uh, you know, I really had this entrepreneurial urge to start a new business and uh, sort of just waited for the right opportunity. I didn't want to do, you know, accounting, finance and sort of the traditional staffing. And, um, you know, I had always had a real interest in alternative health and sort of studied oriental medicine and uh, 
on the side. And I felt that, you know, the cannabis industry was sort of a combination of all the things that I loved. And I just thought it, you know, it was a great opportunity to be in a booming industry and to learn new things. And my motto in life is always, I never want to look back and regret an opportunity that I didn't take or an experience that I could have had and I didn't didn't do. And I thought, what's the worst that can happen? So um, I took the plunge. You did. Now, are you were you an, a user of cannabis, consumer of cannabis, or is it just was it more of a business opportunity thing for you? You know, at the time, it was more just looking at the industry and thought, you know, this is this is interesting, and I, you know, I could learn what I had to learn in order to start the the company. Um, four years later, I am a complete lover of the plant. I really believe in the the medicinal benefits of it, and I also think as a recreational drug, it's I think it's a lot healthier and probably a lot more fun than some of the other things that are out there. So I really have become a big proponent of of cannabis in all aspects. Yeah. Well, without naming names, I'm curious, what's a what's a a job placement recruiting story or a few that you're proud of or uh that you that really make you wake up in the morning and the kinds of stories that make you get up every day and and love your job. You know, you don't have to tell me who it was or for what company it was for, but are there any stories that you feel particularly proud of? in terms of uh, recruiting? You know, I feel every single day we have opportunities and and interactions that make me feel that way. You know, we work with almost all of the large multi-state operators and um, help them scale across the U.S. We work with big clients like Terra Ascend, you know, Acreage Holdings, AW Holdings, but also a lot of these smaller companies that are just starting up and looking for that that person that's going to help elevate the company to the next level. And, you know, with candidates as well, you know, a lot of people come to us and say, hey, I'm really interested in the cannabis industry and I'd love an opportunity to pivot my career into, into a new career path. And for me, I think what drives me and have continued to drive myself and my team is the fact that we are matchmakers between people's big dreams and what they want to achieve in their careers and also helping our clients find top talent so that their businesses can excel and and, uh, and grow. And um, when we make that match and it works out really, really well, it's the best feeling in the world because we elevate people's life experiences, both on the corporate side and on an individual level. And I, there's multiple, multiple stories that that come to mind. And I'm just, I feel so privileged to work in this industry. From an executive side of things, we, we recently had a, a candidate that came to us. He was a very high level executive within the biotech and pharmaceutical industries um, and really had a passion for, for cannabis and came to us to say, hey, I would love to transition my career keep the same level of income, but really be able to contribute to this industry that I'm so passionate about. And uh, we found him a job that in a large extraction facility in California, he moved his family out to the West Coast and now has stepped up and become the COO of that company um, and really have elevated the operations and the level of service and and efficiencies that this, this extraction facility really struggled with over the last couple of years and he couldn't be happier. He's also, you know, almost increased his income by $80,000 and really have a new, new lease in life. And, you know, there's many stories like that, but this is just one of them. And, uh, you know, the company couldn't be happier with the placement as well. How is the demand right now in the tech part of the business? Do you find that that's one of the kind of more burgeoning parts of the business? Are more and more companies looking for people with tech experience? I'm curious. 
You know, I think the pandemic actually helped with that and, you know, almost accelerated the tech and the e-commerce side of the cannabis and CBD industries. A lot of companies, because of the fact that people don't feel comfortable going into retail stores, are now really building out their e-commerce platforms and getting ready for cannabis to be descheduled because that's going to allow, you know, obviously cross-border uh, commerce as well. So yes, definitely. We've seen an uptake in all aspects of the tech industry. Obviously, compliance is a big part of that. And the tracking system from tree to sale is, is a big part of what expertise companies are looking for. So more and more, I think tech is being incorporated into the industry and, and used. And obviously, with distribution and you know supply chain, more and more companies are relying, relying on that as well. So definitely a huge uptake on the tech side of things. I'm curious with your company, a company like yours, which is not a non-plant touching business, but is associated with cannabis, whether you have had any challenges that normal, not I shouldn't say normal, that that more mainstream companies would would not face. Like, is it hard for you to do banking? Like, have you come across any of the challenges that some of the cannabis companies face being a sort of ancillary company? Or is it because you're ancillary, it kind of frees you to to not have so much regulation? You know, obviously, I think if you're not plant touching, you don't have the level of scrutiny that a plant touching company company has. So that's definitely, you know, I think been a blessing. But that being said, you know, I think I have deep empathy and admiration for so many companies in the industry that have to deal with obstacles that the average person that's doing business in another industry does not understand. And this industry for the last four years have definitely been not been for the faint of heart. And we've obviously had our share of that, but it's the hoops, uh, the obstacles and the challenges that cannabis companies had to face in order to just survive and, and thrive over the last four years. I think if you're, unless you're an insider in the industry, you won't comprehend the level um, of, uh, I guess, uh, uh, bravery that a lot of these companies had to face. So I'm a huge admirer of all of our clients. Are you seeing, so the states that became legal, recreational legal, states like New Jersey and a lot of the, in the election seems like lifetime ago, but with, you know, a lot of these states opened up. When that happens, do you immediately start seeing more interest from those states in your services and helping people place, or are we not quite there yet because those, you know, states haven't, you know, like it take, can take a long time once a state once the voters vote to legalize, we all know consumers can take up to a year to or more to kind of get it rolling. But are you do you already see an uptick in demand from those states for for jobs? We are definitely seeing an uptake already in those states. You know, companies are gearing up to get ready for their license applications. And, you know, multi-state operators, you know, probably had this plan a year ago to move into these states. So absolutely, it's almost immediate where we start seeing uh, companies have activity in these states. And that's super, super exciting. So what have you guys got planned for 2021? Is there anything that we should know about? As we progressed into 2020 and, and with everything that's happened, more and more of our clients have come to us and asked how we can add more diversity to our executive teams. And um, we've thought about it. And what we're doing in 2021 is launching a new division, Cannabis Team Board Placement, where we're going to assist companies in adding more diversity to their executive board. So we're really, really excited to launch that. We just launched it on our website uh, this week and uh, look forward to placing more executives on boards across uh, cannabis companies in 2021. That's great because, uh, you know, I feel like the cannabis industry has an opportunity as such a young industry to really 
right some of the wrongs that were that have been made in the past in other industries. And are you seeing a genuine interest from companies in in having more diverse teams? Absolutely, yeah. Both from you know adding more women to boards or adding more diversity from a cultural perspective. Definitely, we've already had clients come to us, and and we're in the process of assisting them to add you know diversity to their executive teams. All right. Well, so if people want to find out more about Cannabis Team, what should they do and how should they, what's the best way to approach your your agency? Well, obviously our website, we have a job board on our website. So if you're interested in uh, getting into the cannabis industry, uh, check out our website, our job board. Um, it's Cannabis Team and Cannabis with a Z, CannabisTeam.com. Also connect with me on LinkedIn. We have now offices in the Boston market, in Colorado, uh, Detroit, obviously in multiple um, locations in California. We also have Texas and um, hopefully soon another office um, in New York and New Jersey as well. So definitely a lot of opportunities to connect with our recruiters across the U.S. We have an Instagram page as well, Cannabis Team and Cannabis Temp, and uh, obviously Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Well, Liesl, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was fantastic to talk to you. And again, thank you for all of your support. Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com or check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Green Entrepreneur. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, check out my other podcast, Write About Now, that's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's writeaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode, we'll THC you later. <laughs>